Welcome to the latest episode of The Platform. Today, we're going to be speaking to Kevin Brinkman. Most people are probably familiar with Kevin in recent years because he's had a phenomenal amount of video output. He has filmed some of the best skaters in Europe and filmed videos for people like Gods, Ground Control, Razors, Adapt, and The Booted. Um, he has also made a bunch of full-length videos, such as The Breakfast Club, uh, the Adapt Team video, Plastic Pushers, and most recently, he has just released Plastic Pushers 2. So we're going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about his work with Adapt because I'm pretty sure he's like their full-time filmer or employed filmer or something. Uh, Kevin does a lot of work to promote the like national scene in the Netherlands or Holland, whatever you want to call it. I'm sure there's one that's probably more right than the other, but I don't know. And um, I just call it Holland. Um, and when he's not, you know, promoting his national scene or traveling around the world or, you know, being a roadie for, I think he does like, I think he does merch for 30 Seconds to Mars and like various other like heavier alternative bands and like uh, like smaller bands. Um, so he's basically always on the road doing stuff like that. He also likes to pick a fight online. He's a big fan of going on social media and ruffling a few feathers. There's been quite a few people over the years that have either blocked him or got fed up with him. So we'll talk about that as well. Kevin, in my experience, has always been an absolute pussycat in real life. He is like really nice. He's the kind of guy that will do anything for you. And yeah, he's cheeky and he can be obnoxious and rude, but he is that guy that you know, will step up and he is reliable and he regularly helps out at events like Winter Clash, doing things like Night at the Movies and stuff like that. So he puts on a lot of work for the scene and, you know, just is very passionate about the sport. And I think that just sometimes comes through a negative filter because he's also very opinionated on the sport. Um, but when you've been doing it as long as he has and I have, you do tend to have strong opinions on it i think his might just be a little bit more forceful than others so loads to talk about before that though cue the music How you doing, birthday boy? How was it? I'm old now. How old are you? 42? 41? 41. 41. Okay. How old are you now? 38. So you're way older than me. Yeah, but you're bald. <laughs> All right, fuck up. Uh, my, my, my body still works though and I can still skate. So in your face. I got, I got different skates. Is this live already? Yeah, it's live already. We just start from, the, there's no, there's like, yeah, no one gets any prep. Damn, straight on it. Yeah. So, I'm trying to skate. Just my knee needs some recovery still, but we're getting, hopefully getting there. Okay. So, um, how was your, what did you do for your birthday? You were in, were you in Brussels? Was that right? Brussels, yes. We, uh, so last year I turned 40. So the movie kind of was on my birthday. A couple of days before, went away after straight away. This year we wanted to do the same but my friend who had the car couldn't because he had a job all of a sudden. So this year we were like, ah, okay, I guess I'm spending my birthday in the Netherlands. What I so I turned 41, I probably spent 
15 of them in the Netherlands and the other ones I've been always away. So it's kind of like, I guess we'll be in rainy Amsterdam or whatever. And then my girl was like, hey, my best friend is in Brussels from, uh, she lives in uh, in, uh, in uh, uh, Thailand. She's like, we can take the train there, found a hotel that takes the dogs. I was like, sure, why not? So we went to Brussels. And I don't know if you've ever been to Brussels. Brussels is pretty dirty city normally, but it's been cleaned up a little bit. And we went to a couple of parks that were beautiful. I was like, People had their dogs loose, running around. Everybody was like super chill. And I was like not expecting from Brussels because Brussels has always kind of been a kind of, well, they still have really dodgy places over there, but apparently we saw the good area this time. So had a good time. Had some oh. food and chill. I was about to say I was there like a few years ago and I never noticed that. Yeah. Can be really dirty. This definitely, uh, there's one station and next to the station is the red light district. And that whole area is, is dirty as fuck. Well, I mean, of course it is. It's a red light district. Like what? Yeah, yeah, but but also Central Station is normally really busy and 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 dirty and stuff. But it looks kind of clean this time. I don't know. Maybe the whole pandemic helped to right. help the Belgians keep it a little bit cleaner. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was I was gonna uh, commend you on your good behavior recently because you've not <laughs> been putting up any provocative things on social media. I ruined it an hour ago. And then today you managed to fuck it up by slagging off poor Stuart Bratty's recent section. I, I, I didn't I, slag him off. I actually really liked it. I thought it was awesome. Trick. I've watched it like 10 times. But it's not a section, in my opinion. Ah, but that's like, what I said. It's not a section. It's like one minute. It's like, and also I was watching it because you wrote down the sections. I clicked on it. Didn't even look at how long it was. And with the music, I was like, this is music for an intro of a section, in my opinion, like a minute of this. And then you get a section and then it was done. I was like, oh, that was pretty, pretty good. I don't like his serious face, but that's I mean, laugh a little, you know, like he's like. Maybe he's not, a, laugh. up Maybe he's not a laughy person. I like to. I, I, I like the fact that they make them really short, but just every clip in it is like. Oh no no! It's it's good. It's a, I watched it a couple times now, like three four times, and it's really good. The filming is really well. The skating, the zero spin over the rail. I was like, Oof. zero spin over the rail was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a good opener, man. Like well filmed and everything. It's like okay. So that's also when you get that, you're like, oh, we're getting a section, and then it's like done. And I looked, it's like, oh, that was a minute seven. And I was like, oh. It was like a minute and a half. It was like a minute and a half. Minute and a half, whatever. So answer me this then. What constitutes a section? How long does it have to be for it to be a section? Um, I don't know. Like I just said, it was also the music, you know, like the music kind of was that thing. And then you're kind of like starting to get in and it stops. For me, a section needs to have building and like. Maybe that's just. I mean, some of the most like, if you're gonna start going down that route, that would that would kind of like eradicate and wipe out some sections from some of the most like famous blading videos of all time. But actually, we've been talking about this because Freddie was here for the movie, got injured after he came back, so he couldn't film more, and he was kind of like, "Can we still make a section?" For me, what I look at is for okay, we're talking about movie now. Like if I'm making a whole movie, but that's section that, needs, that's, that's needs, not what that was. So no, no, no. But like, like you just asked, how long needs to be a section? So okay. for a movie, for a movie, at least two and a half, three minutes. 
Well, then, that means Shane Scour has never had a section because he's never had a section that's more than two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Also, but, yeah. if if we're going down that route and being that pedantic, like Jeff Frederick, who, you know, had his coup d'etat section is what everyone remembers him for. It's his most iconic section. Jeff's coup d'etat section was shorter than Stuart Bratty's recent online section. Really? Was it that short? Yeah, it was It was I don't, less. Coup d'etat has never been my movie. I've seen it, but it's so, there's an, an era of time that I missed a lot of videos, so I don't even remember his part. I if, remember his If Senate you ask part. anyone, like, name Jeff's best part, they're going to go that. Oh, I believe that. I've definitely seen it, but... Okay, yeah. It's, so, I mean, it's 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 also depends. For me, if I'm making a movie, a section like Eric has a section in my movie, it's not a full section because it's a minute and seven minutes long, and it has its reasons. But he needed to be in there because he worked for it. But it's it's like a little snippet, you know. All right. I, I, I don't know. I think the goalposts and all these things have changed so dramatically over the years. Of that course, and it's, it's everybody else's opinion, you know, like. One person can think a section, you can put it on Instagram and it's 50 seconds long and he worked his ass for it. You know, that's also a thing. If you work your ass for it, but you don't have that much time. For example, you're a dad, you have a job, but you go out and you get enough footage to fill 45 seconds, but you film for a year. If you think it's a section, it's a section. You know? <laughs> so. Fair enough. Um, Marius Gale's recent section as well. Like his, I don't know if it was this year. It might have been the end of last year. But that was, I loved that thing. And I've watched that more times than I can remember. And it was only like a minute and a half. I don't remember. Oh, man, it was like, it was amazing. It had the, had the like, like stylish Eric's, Eric Shrine style top acid to drop off like a big rail on top of a wall. He, like, was it the where, where he goes on a bank and he airs like a shifty air behind a bench? Yeah, he did that. Yeah. He like grinded a fence with like the steepest little transition thing at the bottom. He like kicked a uh, ledge and then like royale down a kink ledge or something. There was so many good tricks in it. I see. I, I watched too much. You, you. I think you and me watch almost everything that comes out. I just I'm filming too much on the side of it that I forget half the things nowadays. All right. Okay. Well, I mean, well, back in the day, you watch stuff so much more, so it gets in your head, and now you, you know, you watch a thing maybe one or two times and it's kind of it yeah there's no no there's definitely a um a kind of oh god the words escaped me just like a kind of uh no nope, the words left me um where it's it's a lot more yeah disposable because it's not like it's not like you buy a vhs now or a dvd and you treasure it because you're like well i'm a kid and i don't know when i'm gonna be able to afford another one or whatever or also like on instagram you scroll through it you watch yeah. it and that's it you know you never see it anymore that's why i'm like when people put stuff like too easy does it and they put their something on the gram and then two days later to put it on YouTube. I'm always like happy, you know, and then I watch it on a big, cause I want to watch it on a big screen. Yeah. I, hate, you know? I know like, what you mean. Yeah. I hate watching good skating, stuff on my phone. Yeah. Me yeah. and Freddie had to talk about this. Like there's a few things we'll watch on our phones. If we are not close to a computer, you know, yeah. like a few, like, like a Brasco thing. You're like, Ooh, this can't wait. You know, like, <laughs> you want to watch it. You yeah. want to watch it straight away, and then you watch it another time on the big screen. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I'm always thankful when Greg uploads it to YouTube because oh. it, I find it 
like because you always you want to explore the different elements of it like i don't know just looking at the spot or like yeah. you know you know digesting different elements of it and i've just well, feel process like you can't pause it on instagram yeah and it's just there's just it's not as special when it's just on this tiny little screen in your hand i feel like yeah, yeah it's better when you can see it on something bigger and you can appreciate it more so yeah and I, I know what you mean or you're in the train you don't have headphones so you can't can't hear the sound stuff yeah. like that so. um so congratulations on the new film that's two two full-length videos out in the space of like a year, a year or just over a year you got lucky with some of those names would you mean Woody? I mean, you got oh, I like you got persons. You got very lucky. Dominic Wagner must be his first street section in a decade, because his last his last like full part that he had was probably his adapt one, and it was just in a bowl. Like it was a bowl, and then the last one was like probably like a treadmill. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, like Jonas Hansen film. Yeah, probably that was, was probably the last section he had. And then I mean, we talked about it with him, and he couldn't even remember. So yeah, and I can't remember when Sven Bokhurst's last section was. Was it probably for one of those like TRS things? So I think we looked it up. I made a section with him in 2011 that I filmed half, and he filmed, or people filmed it, and we just gathered it all together. Right. And I don't think he ever made anything after that, except for some little things here and there and then of course the city hopper things yeah yeah so, get, yeah and, but I, those are not profiles you know those are projects yeah, that yeah it's one of those ones where you're like how do you define it because i i just kind of define that as like a big project rather than a street section also yeah. because he's taking a ramp everywhere so it's like exactly. it's yes yeah, it kind of blurs the lines um yeah i think that is more one of those like kind of red bull projects where it's you know like you see like i don't know chris kyle but the most important thing, it's the first Provo ever he filmed with one person. Okay. He never filmed a section with one guy filming, one guy editing. Right. So how did that so, come about? Was that his idea or your idea? Like, because Sven, so, how old Sven now? He's got to be like mid-40s? No. So me and Sven are two months apart. Okay. So he's also 41. So let me think. 2000 and... 19, we had this competition in Amsterdam uh, where we had those uh, the, the, the battle on the box that Joe Atkinson won. Right. And, and I think Sven just turned 39. So I said, yo, we're both turning 40. I'm planning to film at least a minute for Instagram for my father's birthday. Let's make you a profile. And he's like, yeah, cool. Sounds good. So... Remember that we saw you in unit 23? Yeah, yeah. That was part of his 40-year birthday edit kind of thing. We were planning to do a couple skate parks, make a park with that, and then film street until his birthday, make an edit or longer if needed. Right. Then Corona happened. His dad passed away also that year. So last year for Plastic Pusher 1, we tried to get him out, but because of that whole thing, yeah, he just never came out, you know, and we also didn't push him, you know, um, then he was at the premiere and he was sitting there and he was watching and it's really funny. He came to me, he's like, yo, Kevin, this is the first time I didn't fall asleep during a premiere. <laughs> so I was like, you actually fell asleep normally? He's like, no, but like get bored because I knew everybody in the movie, everybody's Dutch, except for Kenny, of course, 
Uh, I know everybody. And it was really entertaining to watch. But he said to himself, he's like, next year, I want to sit here and watch my part. So I don't know if we talked about it at the after party of the premiere or a little bit after, but we decided to start filming. So in September, I think it was the first day we went out, we started filming and it just happened, you know, and it was, yeah, just like, okay, let's go film. We know each other since the nineties. Like, okay, let's go film. And, yeah. You know, that's it. You know, um, his, his body is held up well because he has been doing like true spins and 360 grinds onto rails since I was a teenager. Yeah. And that was a long ass time ago. And his knees are holding up well. Like some of those gaps were not little. And when he did that 360 from the kinked bank back into the bank, I was like, whoa, I did not see that. Like that's that was that was sick. That one that's risky. That is like it's like this wide. Yeah. And- he jumped in it and he was like, okay, Kevin, because that's also the thing. Sometimes when you're like with skaters, you, you film too. Sometimes a skater go like, yo, film this. Like, what are you going to do? It's like, no, no, just film this. And they, you kind of already know like, oh fuck, he's going to go something, you know? Yeah. And I think he actually said it. He was going, I'm going to 360. But everybody else was all the way there. So I was like, yo, Freddie, film this. Because Freddie had the long lens. And actually he did it twice. The 360 he did it twice. And Freddie fucked up one shot, um, but he just did it. And then he was like, yo, should I do it again? I was like, sure. If you want to do it again, do it again. And he did it better, you know, <laughs> like, so. Right. He just like, looks, yeah, he just, he has not ate. Like sometimes when you see people that have been skating that long, they kind of like, they slow down or their reactions look slower or, and you can still. his energy level is, is short, you know, like we, so Sven skates, he knows what he wants to do on a spot, or at least he knows which spot he wants to do. He doesn't want to warm up on a little ledge. Yeah. He wants to go to the spot straight away because he has energy in him. He's like 100%. And then he wants to go, and then it goes down, 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 down. So we do two, three, maybe four spots a day. It depends on what we're doing, how many tries it takes. Yeah. Because his level just goes down, you know? So he wants to get the first big thing straight away. And he is on a level always been on a level that he could do that. So sometimes we go skate with other people and they go like, why do we go here first? He's like, just wait, Sven's going to do his trick and then we'll go to the little ledge for you guys to warm up. (laughs) And it worked, you know, like that's, that's the way for him, how it works. And if that is the way, then we go to the king rail first or the drop rail or the big gap. Yeah. Yeah. The the gap at the end was like, you would, you would not expect a 41 year old to be doing that to their to their joints but yeah, he, he stomped worked, the hell out of it we worked towards that latch the roll-in i looked at that thing with richie in 2012 then last year randy looked at it because it's around the corner of randy and randy was like this is way too big for me i was like well if you want to do it he's like no my body's not gonna you know so we showed it to sven and then sven goes like i think i found my ender I said, cool, which one is that one? He's like, oh, sick. But we need to cut off some branches and stuff because it was all overgrown. Sven went on a sunny day with Randy on the bike there to cut the branches. And he rolled it in and jumped it forward without me being there. So I was like, because he, Sven had a little heel bruise that. Yeah, like landing. I don't know if you have if I don't you know if you forwards have... off something like that. That that like that's definitely harder on the heels. Yeah, but I don't know if you ever had a heel bruise. Heel bruises can take two years. 
yeah, he never had it. And he was like, kind of like, time, yeah. I said to him, like, calm down. He's like, no, it's fine. I don't feel it. And then we'll go skate and he would just do a simple trick somewhere. He's like, oh, I feel it again. And then he did this gap. And I was like, dude, just wait. You know, it's horrible weather the whole time. So we actually had to wait, I think, a month before we did the ender. And he was just sitting at home, like, waiting to do it, you know, like he was ready for it. And then we went there and I think he jumped it five times before he landed it clean. So it's also like not even the first try. Yeah. Because um, he landed it straight away, but then, you know, you land fake, you one foot goes up. Mm-hmm. And that happened twice. Then he landed and he fell. So maybe the fourth time he landed it. So Man, on, a, on a spot like that, I'd, I'd take the foot going up any day. I'd be like, cool. Made, made it's it it saying you can't. Yeah. He's like, he, he can't do that. Like, he will be like not sleeping if he would roll away with one foot, you know? Yeah, I can imagine. If you still have, if your body's still okay, go for it, you know? So. Yeah. Um, I loved his top acid line as well. I can't remember what it was, but it ended with a true top acid. And I was like, that's just flawless. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so when did uh, Dominic uh, Wagner, 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 how did you Wagner? say Wagner, how, Wagner. When did he move to Amsterdam? So I think, so I saw him in August in Berlin. He was already planning to move. So we actually filmed one or two tricks in Berlin that I didn't use in a video because they were not worth it. Um, and I said to him, hey, would you, if you move to Amsterdam, because the plan was that he was moving. It's like, if you're there, would you like to film a couple of clips with me and maybe make a profile? He said, yes. So for me, that was kind of like, oh, sick. You know, I can, I can film Dom. That's dope. Because like you just said, like, when's the last time you saw anything on the street from him really like proper yeah. filmed? Besides, uh, uh, oh, well, uh, yeah, I guess he's had a, he's had a yeah. few clips in the KM project. Yeah. Yeah. But besides that, you, you don't see that much, you know? Um, and I think they got the house in September. I think it was September. So kind of when we started filming for the project, he moved and then it was like, okay, let's go. And he still was moving back and forth to Berlin a lot for work. So sometimes I didn't see him for a couple of weeks. Um, and uh, we filmed everything except for two days. Everything is filmed in Amsterdam. And that's also pretty impressive for me filming one profile in Amsterdam because I've been filming too much in Amsterdam. So yeah. it's kind of like, oh, it's boring, blah, blah, blah. But he skates so many different spots that you can finally go to those things that nobody could skate. And it's like, hey, maybe you can do something here. And you show him a picture. He's like, ooh. Uh, yeah let's go so that yeah that was pretty- like that was that was some of the weirdest creative skating i've ever seen from him because normally he was like the hucker that would do the big gaps or the big wall rides or the big rails yeah. but in that he was doing loads of like weird stair rides and like just little like random combos and it was it was amazing i loved it i think it was our goal i said to him but he never knew this i wanted to make a profile with no grinds with him I wanted to see if I can find only banks and drops and all these things, like no grinds at all. But eventually you get a couple grinds in there. Uh, and that was fine for me because, you know, it's still skating. But it, it w- I would have loved to just find every quarter bank, natural quarter things in the Netherlands and skate it. But then eventually we just never left Amsterdam because we didn't. Yeah, I don't know. We had so many things still in Amsterdam. And then... Yeah. We went to two different cities and that was it, you know, and then it was like, okay, we're done. Like, I think 
we're done. <laughs> so, um, and I'm really stoked with his profile. It's one of my favorites in the whole movie. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, the Roland thing he did was low-key terrifying because it was only it was only when I watched it a couple of times I was like, that's just getting faster and faster and faster, and you can see it picking up. Sound. Yeah, and it's going onto a road, and you can tell <laughs> just by listening to it that that's like hollow metal that could easily have just like bent too much or he could have caught something or that, yeah. yeah the more times i watched it i was like that could have gone wrong and mo- and it didn't the weather didn't look great that day either like, it was it looked- cold it was early because i think we met up at 11 o'clock in the morning so that's probably half an hour later so it's it's it's, it's in between like noon but like winter because if yeah. you uh, in my zine there's a picture of it and then there's a picture next to it that were that I'm standing filming and I'm wearing gloves and a thing around my face, my winter jacket on. You just like you're cold in that picture. If you see that picture, you're like, cold already. The, the, like the weather in most of the footage in his section looked shit. Like it looked yeah. it looked cold and damp. Yeah, it was because I think we filmed a lot with him in the beginning, and then but we have, I mean, England probably the same. The summer has been weird this year. Like today, it's been raining like a motherfucker. Yeah. So. We didn't have that much sun, to be honest, in general. And Sven just had the most time and Levy, so they had all the good weathers kind of thing. Sometimes we just had to go out when it was like shite, you know. And if it's an Amsterdam, it's easy because then you can be like, okay, fuck it. Like he did the top sole 360 landing on the thing to 180. It was actually raining half an hour before that, like hardcore. But we yeah. were out and we were just like, okay, let's just go wait because if it stops, it will dry up because it was a, you know, warm day so you just need to wait in holland i guess for the sun to come out then it dries up you get yeah. half an hour and you go for it um i feel i feel misled in the run-up to this video coming out because you kept putting up things like saying oh b-roll and if you're putting up b-roll it suggests that there's a roll but there was no a roll so sam croft and georgio allers you put up footage of them which suggested well, i was like I was like, oh, he's keeping the good stuff for for the actual film or uh, Randy Abel's as well. And none of those guys had like anything. They had like none of them had sections. Why did so? Why did why did Randy that's, that's, Sam? That's the B roll. That's the B roll from the last movie. Oh, right. Okay. Right. I thought it, I thought it was like stuff that you'd filmed for this one. You were like, now nah, we're not going to use this. Uh, uh, right. uh, Sam actually talked to him today. Sam has been busy this whole year. That was the whole thing. The the for the first one, the pandemic started and I was already filming with Randy for I think like a year and a half. And then Visse and Sebastian, they wanted to film with me. So I was like, cool, I'll film you guys, make a profile. And then the session, the day before kind of like shit broke loose in the Netherlands, we had a session and Randy said, hey, why don't you make a Dutch movie? I was like, oh why not you know like i can try to see what we can do um because i was planning to make a movie with chris farmer yuto and two european people that was the plan to film for two years make something i literally talked with yuto about when the pandemic started like oh let's wait two weeks before we book tickets to france because we thought you know just this and then a year and a half later we're still fucked them have the people come can't travel and everything but because of that people that i think we saw it everywhere people that didn't skate for years started skating again people that didn't have time to skate start skating more so giorgio 
we all know Giorgio put out a profile three years ago, last profile ever. He showed up at a session. He actually wanted to film because he never wanted to film also. And I said, I just skate, you know. And I said it as a joke. Why don't we get a couple clips with you and his buddy Max and we make a split profile? This is all in the beginning. I had no clue I was making plastic pushes yet. You know, that's like, oh, I'm making a Dutch movie. Uh, And he goes like, yeah, sure. Sounds good. And I was like, okay, I got Giorgio. I can film Giorgio. You know, like you get excited. And then Giorgio went for it. You know, like he was like, he bought new skates and he was like, fuck, getting clips and then you get motivated. People had the time. But then movie was done and kind of last the end of the year no actually beginning of this year a lot of things opened up again people could work again except uh, not from uh, their houses but actually go to the office again so a lot of people all of a sudden didn't have time anymore robin who had a split with fifian i filmed him during hibernate because he could skate at night but during the day he didn't have time he has zero clips in the whole movie you know like a lot of people didn't have time sam the same thing he has uh, two jobs now, I think. Uh, he just didn't have time. He had he had to work really hard because he moved in with his girlfriend. So he had two rents to pay for like a month or something. His right. car broke down, a lot of money. So he had to work harder. So less skating because of that. But I did talk to him today and we're probably going to go out as soon as it's dry. And maybe for part three, he will get a full profile. Okay. So, um so levy obviously had the ender levy van rijn who yeah used to be on adapt i was kind of surprised when you guys started hanging out again because you had you two had quite a serious fallout so how how did that get resolved i never liked it that we had a fallout i don't well, hold up i don't think we really had a fallout we uh you didn't we talk saw to him for other. months well we we saw each other not too long after and randy was kind of like oh i'm happy to see you guys together again and i said like listen i have no problem with you i just don't like how you left the depth like the way you did it is not mature you, you should have done that differently yeah and it was all cool and fine and blah blah and i does, think does he, does he like see that now like looking back on it does he see that he didn't end things well when he quit adapt I tend not to talk too much about it because it's also not my problem, but we talked a little bit about it and I think he knows, I think he knows he should have done it on a, on a different note. Uh, I think after I said something to uh, Martin Denning online, I think that's where it went wrong and I got blocked and then I was like, really? You blocked me after all this i done to you? And then I got mad about it, you know? Right. The whole leaving adapt, I didn't like it, but that's your opinion. You know, if you want to go skate, whatever kind of skate you want, if you want to leave the team, too bad you never told me, but, you know, it happened. But then I got blocked, and then I was kind of like, yo, this is not cool. Like, you, I put you in my house, feed you in Paris here, all that stuff, filmed you for, for years. So I was kind of butthurt to say it like that. And then... Time goes I really, by. I really hate that term. I really wish people would stop using that term. Just say a something else. Yes, yeah, such a fucking idiotic term. A lot of these words are idiotic. Okay, I was, I was hurt. There we go. I saw, it's, I saw it's, it's okay to admit to having feelings. It's fine to go. I was upset. <laughs> I was hurt. By uh, 
And, you know, I think we're both little stubborn people. So, like, you don't want to. And then during Plessy Pusher 1, I think Pascal one time said, like, hey, uh, Levy was like, hey, I want to go skate with you guys. And then Pascal said, oh, well, then come join the session. And he said something like, I don't think Kevin would like that. And I was like, come, you know, like, I don't mind. But he never, because I think he's also not that person that would be like, oh, hey, Kevin, let's go skate, you know? So it didn't happen during part one. And then he shared in his story uh, the picture of Flashy Pusher One with something like, my friends made a new movie. And I clicked on his name because I saw it on Flashy Pusher. And I was like, hey, he uh, unblocked me. So I sent him a message. I sent him a message like, hey, would you like to go out and skate and film some clips? He's like, yeah, sure. And then we met and it was literally like fist bump and that was it. Like, we're not going to talk about this. Like, why would we, you're going to have that. Like I did this, you did this, but no man, fuck it. Like you like to skate. Yeah. I like the film. Cool. Let's go. And look what came out. You know, and Freddie said the same. like, it was just a matter of time that you guys came back together again and made this. And sometimes you need to be apart from each other, I guess, to get back again. And the kid is just fucking one of the best skaters ever. Um, and I think it just worked out what we did this year with filming and no pressure. Also, it was just like, oh, let's go skate. And then at the end, it was kind of like, hey, we need an ender. Okay, cool. That was the only pressure point. We need a regular back Savannah and an ender. Cool. Let's go. And other than that, we just skated and filmed. So. Yeah, those those back to back, like every, everyone knows I love a unity and a Savannah grind. Those back to back, back Savannahs switching natural were Fucked. Like, you, I, I don't think you can. I don't think first, most, one, first one was natural, the last one was switch. Yeah. Next to the water is switching. I, I kind of got that impression, but I, to be honest, I think it's splitting hairs because they're, they're both, they were both absolutely stomped. They were perfect. So neither, neither looked sketchy. I think if he does them on a, on a, on a, on a, on a curb, you can't tell the difference. I mean, yeah. you can't tell the difference even here. But for him to do it on a big down ledge took him a little bit more time, of course. But he has those tricks. His front unity normal is just easy lockdown. Like people jump soul on a handrail, he will do a unity first. So he has that movement already. Yeah. We came at that ledge, uh, Clement did top soul, and he goes like, I might want to back Savannah at switch. And I'm like, wait, hold up, switch? Okay, cool. <laughs> the drop next to the water is high yeah it looks i didn't use the footage of that one because i wanted to use this double angle on the other one but the drop in the water is is 10 meters something like that i can imagine and (laughs) yeah yeah there's there's no nice way to come off early on that that spot at all and also Um, the landing is rough as well like the landing the stones are yeah um yeah i think i think that might be his best he's Best section that I've seen of him because I, I like the stuff he did with Adapt, but I, I liked his Rossi section that he had not that long ago. I think that was I think that was earlier this year, maybe. But, yeah, two but months I think, ago. I, see, time has time seemed to have lost all meaning since uh, coronavirus. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was quite recent, but yeah, I think his section in Plastic Pushers Two is probably my favorite that I've seen so far of him. And um, it was absolutely with wicked. the music and everything. It worked so well. Uh, we uh, we asked uh, Ray Cronenberg from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, we met him on the that trip 
2017. I was there for two months. I went to uh, San Diego and Atlanta. Yeah. And then we went for a weekend to Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it was the best weekend of the whole two months trip. We had so much fun. We had so much good clips, saw so many legendary spots that you saw in rejects videos. Um, and uh, Ray and his, uh, his fiance, Annie, they took us in and it was just, this whole weekend was perfect. And they together, like they listen to the same music. They kind of skate the same things, you know? So when I said to Lave, he was like, hey, shall we ask Ray if he has music, if he wants to put out uh, some music on your section? He's like, yeah, I was actually thinking the same. So I hit up Ray and he goes like, yo, we have a new band, but we don't have music yet, but we are planning to record a song. When does it need to be finished? And I was like, well, 1st of July, I need to have uh, the song. He's like, okay, cool. And they recorded the song live um in their studio so weeks before he was just like yo is that your dog freaking out yeah yeah he's uh <laughs> hold on let me grab this little man has a piece of paper in his mouth so he needs yeah to, yeah little gremlin hello it was his birthday yesterday he's eight years old today <laughs> i love how in all your photos he just always looks really pissed off but he is he hates life no he loves it. But yeah. Um, like like father, like son. Yep. Yep. We, uh, yeah. I just don't eat pieces of paper. I mean, you, you, you eat vegan food. It's, it's basically pieces of paper. He's also vegan. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Ray recorded the song, but they played it all live. So it was never a good take. So he's like, well, almost, we almost got it. We almost got it. And I think, a few days before the 1st of July, he was like, yo, we got it. Now we need to mix it. And then he sent it to me a couple of days later and I was listening to it. I was like, Jesus Christ, this song is, whew, this is heavy. You know, like this is exactly what works for Leafy skating, but it's heavy <laughs> and it's seven minutes long. Do I, am I going to use the whole song? Am I going to um, chop it up? And Levy was not planned to be the ender. Sven was planned to be the ender. But if you film for a year long, you kind of forget what kind of footage you have. And then you kind of put it on a timeline. You start watching. And I had 10 minutes of raw. I kind of cut it, you know, like how you think you're going to do it. It's 10 minutes long. And I was like, okay, I think I can fill the seven minutes. And then you see all those clips and it's, the last minute is just ender, 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 ender. Yeah. And then we came with that gap over the water that has been looked at for years by other people. And he was like, think I can do that. And then I was like, if you land that, you get the ender in the movie. Because I didn't know if I could end with this music, this kind of oh, music. You know, you, the, the movie also needs to end like that. But then I was like, if you get this trick, then we're done, you know, then it's, that's it. And then he landed it. It was like, okay. And then I sat down to montage his part and I was done at one at night. I texted him. So like, hey, I'm going to watch your part right now. And I got goosebumps. I don't think I've had goosebumps after editing a part. So I was like, I think this is going to be one of his best sections. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
kind of wonder what's happening with him and Rosie's because it just doesn't say, yeah, it's because he's not, he's not on the pro team, is he? No. Right. He just kind of seems to be like floating about and doing his own thing, like, like kind of adjacent to Rosie's. Like, yes, it's a strange one. But I think it's what he wants and what he needs. Right. No pressure. Yeah. You just skate, you give us some content. We good, you good. Because now he's now he's just doing whatever he wants and look what it brings him. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, I hear you. Um so both both this video and the last video were free. Why did you decide to do that instead of like doing the like VOD? Because I want everybody to see it. I don't wanna I don't know. I I like the idea of VOD. I liked the idea of VOD. I think it's been overdone. I don't know if that's a word, but yeah, everybody can make a VOD. Like you can make five minutes, you make a VOD. You never know what you're going to get anymore. And some of them are worth it. With some people, you know, you're going to buy it. You're going to like it. I don't do it for the money. I do it for the love of skating. And I want everybody to fucking see what Levy did, what Sven did. Um, with the first movie, I think we're on 9,000 views. And this one already now has 7,000 views. We finally getting people in America to notice us because how many times do you look at a profile or a movie and you see some names that you don't know that you're like, oh, I'm excited to watch it. So we had those names, like you just said, we have Dom, we have Levy, we have Sven. People know those names and they will watch it. So now we're finally getting people to watch it. That's what I want. I yeah. don't care to make the money that's why we had sponsors that's why i have a paypal link and and my shop link in the description like if you want to support us for upcoming parts give us the money and we'll make more of this um with the, all the, so so those those brands that had those brands that had logos in the video did they actually like contribute anything to the video or was it just because they had writers in the video uh they had writers in the video, so we asked them for uh, money, for sponsorship money. Right. With that, I paid uh, some traveling from people. Uh, it's also getting for the next movie. We're using that. Made me shirts, made me zines, you know, all that stuff costs money. Okay. Also, I work for free. So Sven came with the things like, you need to get paid for this. You've been... You're working your ass up on this. You're like, you're always busy with this. Like, why don't we get some sponsors? So makes it a little bit easier and right. uh, helps with the rent for the premier place and all that stuff. Um, and it gives you, how do you say, like the brands post you. So you get more views from all the stuff and it helps, you know, Roach just post something about Levy. I get people that follow me because yeah. that's kind of what you want. You want people to notice you. And that's what we're doing now. And I don't know. I don't see the, you make a VOD and then six months later you throw it online, you know? And then. Yeah. I don't there, know, is, like, there is that, that element of it as well. And I think most people or not most people, a lot of people are now like, well, it's going to end up online for free anyway. Yeah. So. So many people do that. Like I don't like Bobby made this thing last year and he's like, yo, we're putting it out now. And in two weeks we put it online for free. I really wonder how many so he sold on that. Like if you already tell people that in two weeks, you're going to put it online. But for me, I want the buzz that you drop it and that people are going to watch it and reposting it and all that stuff. If you put a VOD online 
you don't get that because half the people already seen it and they don't want to post about it anymore. And the last couple of days has been a buzz, like people hitting you up and sending you messages, Alex Miranda reposting us. You're like, Oh shit, he's watching this. Like, that's so dope. You see people reposting your stuff that you're like, Oh, people from Brazil, people from uh, Asia, like reposting you like we're, we're getting there. Like last year we were this and now we're growing and that's what I want to do. I want to show the world rollerblading and i don't care if it's dutch or wherever somebody yeah. coming from if you skate hard and you do cool stuff and i can make it look good that's what we want to show the world yeah i saw i saw alex miranda's post and it did make me laugh <laughs> just his description of the because that trick was amazing where he like yeah i would i would call it a 270 backside like like basically over the top rail and the underbar and i know that other people have called it front side i don't really care but has has described dark side. Somebody said two seventy dark side front side. Yeah, well, so Alex, Alex Miranda's description of it was hilarious. He called it a true spin front side over the rail, and I was like, "Get the fuck out of here with that description!" Right. You, you know, that one I agree with you now. <laughs> like, there's no there's no true spin front sides. Get the hell out of here. Um. So yeah, but. I'll I'll let him slide. He's he's got a section in Day of the Rope, so I'll I'll give him yeah, a exactly. I'll, give, I'll give him a free pass on that one. Um, but yeah, that trick, those are the but, things like you like you you see Blader Plus and you always forget who it is, and then you click on it, it's like oh, it's Alex Miranda, you know, like people we looked up to now watch your movie, and of course I know a lot of people. So you know, Farmer texts me, he's like, "Yo, movie was dope," or Cameron Talbot. But these are also your friends, and of course you still look up to them because they're great bladers. But then you get people like him that you never met in your life before that you looked up to back in the day. You wanted to skate like Alex Miranda. You wanted to do top pistol like him in your medium clothing or whatever. And then he reposts you and you're like, you know, like, you're happy, you know? Like, <laughs> you had, you had a little stuff. grom moment. Is that what you're telling? Well, you, yeah, are the, you are the biggest grom going. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty up there as well, but you're you're one of the biggest Come grom. On. So that's not that I'm 41, but I still fucking, you know, when Chris Edwards started to follow everybody, you know, you get a friend for Chris, Chris Edwards, you're like, yo, hell yes. <laughs> like, yeah. that's cool, you know, like that's stuff, you know, like still, if he replies on a picture, you're like, cool. He's watching our stuff. The guy who, who did the first grinds is watching what we're doing now. You know, it's yeah, that's it's, wild. One of my friends lives in Pittsburgh actually, and he was he's from Glasgow, but he was over he was over here visiting family and I went skating with him the other day just for a couple of hours. And he's been hanging about with Chris Edwards at his compound, the hideout or whatever it's called. Though. And he was there for uh he was there for like the Chris Edwards jump street and was hanging about with Billy and Austin and stuff, and I was like, What what's it like being friends with the airman i was like because as far as i'm concerned chris edwards yeah. is not a real person chris edwards is like movie star and he's like yeah he's like it was so the first few times i hung about with him he was just like i couldn't i couldn't like process in my head that he's just a normal person that i'm sitting talking to <laughs> but i know your friend i've been at his house in yeah. Pittsburgh, so, so. Um, but so I, uh, yeah very funny yeah we met um we had a Red Bull vert contest in Amsterdam years ago. Um, and Chris Edwards was one of the judges. He couldn't skate because he was on crutches, but we have this picture with the whole Amsterdam crew. And Chris Edwards is like, yeah, he's a little guy. Yeah. And all these big Dutch guys 
he's just standing there. It's one of the funniest pictures ever. But he's he's a nice guy, you know. But he he doesn't yeah, need to be told. He can skate with him. It's like yeah, he can jump higher than anyone. He doesn't need to be tall. He just pumps those legs and lets the transition to the work. Yeah. Um. So now that that video's done, what's what's the plans now? Because you never sit still for long. You're always making a section with someone. And I, I actually went out yesterday, starting to film for number three. Okay. So just keep on going. I mean, a pandemic didn't stop you because it, it seemed like you just didn't give a shit about coronavirus and you just went, I'm just going to keep doing my thing anyway. I literally around. didn't go inside. I've never been inside because I was like, okay, there's nobody outside. You're not going to get the virus. Yeah. So let's go skate with two people. We stay distance from each other and we just go skate. And that's what we did. And then when we were allowed to go with a little bit more people, we did that. And everybody does their thing. Like if you want to, like Jeroen, Jeroen works in uh, in care. If we would watch a clip back, he would literally stand like this watching the clip back. Or I would be with the camera like this, you know, or I give him the camera. But everybody does their thing. And was I was a, like, were they were they really strict in Amsterdam with lockdown? Like, did did anyone like did the police or anything stop you in the street? Not at all. No. Uh, Randy was afraid in the beginning. Actually, the clip of Levy doing the Sword Run 360 in the bank slide under the the turnstiles. I at forgot the to stop. mention that that is like it's the, my favorite clip. The trick is scary enough on its own, but to do that. To, to take that unnecessary risk and slide under those barriers at the end. I'm like, why would you do that's that? Probably the, that's probably the easiest part. Really? Because he was going really fast when he did it. And it was such a small opening underneath. Like it, it looked like he grazed okay. it. So Pascal rolled that thing in for Hibernate 1, I think. Was it Hibernate 1? It did look familiar, yeah. We never used it because Randy wanted to actually do that for his profile. This is oh. before Plastic Pusher 1. I was so sure we went spot there. before, though. No, 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 because we never used it. So the clip of Pascal just rolling in, but not jumping in or whatever, just standing on the top, rolling in, because it's really narrow. Right. We filmed that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. But then Randy was like, I kind of want to do a grind on the on the window before, because it's like, there's a window and a kind of oh, like yeah. a coping. He wanted to jump on it and then jump in. So... One of the first weeks of Corona, I went into the city with Randy and my girlfriend. This is downtown city, busy as fuck. Quiet. <laughs> not quiet at all. Not quiet. He is not quiet. That was no. perfect. It was quiet. There was like nobody there. The 20 minutes we stood there, two bikes came by. But cops are driving around. Randy is a teacher. And he was kind of like, yo, we're too much in the open. I don't want to do this because I can't get a ticket. Like, we didn't know what was happening. You know, we didn't know if we would. So yeah, what the consequences would be. Yeah. Yeah. So we didn't do that spot. So that spot has been laying there. And then Levy goes like, hey, Kev, I want to jump on the wall because the wall is tilted. Roll it. Soul grind it. Jump in it. Okay. Let's go there. He did the fake G60 of the roof at the train station that day. We got a different clip with short. Then he got a flat tire. So it took us ages to get there. So it was already getting a little bit dark. And he literally rolled up. Farsad sold it. 360 in the bank and rolled down. I was like, what the fuck did he just do? Like he 360 in it 
in a bank that gets that goes narrow. Yeah. And he rolled and he says slit and kind of like made a well, like, what the hell? He's like, okay, let me get that better. And then he did it a couple times. And I think one time he was just like, fuck it, I'm just gonna slide like this and go under. I was about to say, did you know he was planning doing that? Because you could have easily. No, that was also not the plan. It kind of was like you could have planned away, or you could have not got that footage. It was kind of like either says slide and then kind of hit the door or says slide and make a corner because you have enough if you says slide straight away to kind of says to the side. And then a group of people came with young people when he just did it. I think that's the one that we used. And all these kids were like, oh, my God, what did this get? Do it again. And he was like, sure. So he runs up, does it again. All these people filming it with their phones. The next day it was online. It was on Instagram. It was on TikTok. And we have this uh, kind of like a Reddit site, but Dutch, called Dumperk. Right. Next day I'm getting links sent on WhatsApp with this clip. I'm like, fuck, this is the best clip that I filmed. Like, why is this online? Why can people, why do people put this online? But people, of course, don't know about this. Luckily, nobody that really mattered saw the clip because I kind of like made sure that people deleted it from group app and stuff. And that clip was insane. And it had the whole surprise element of him sliding under it. That's why I used the, the top clip for me because I filmed from the top where you kind of don't see that he goes under and then the, the down shot. And I was like, cause I didn't see, I just, I knew he was sliding under. So I was like, Davey, are you getting this? He's like, I got it all. And then I came home and I saw it. I was like, this is pure gold. This is, yeah. this whole clip is, it's insane. The spot is insane. It goes down like this. It's steep. And then just going under, it's like fucking beautiful, man. It's yeah. That, yeah. that part at the end. It's my favorite clip. I think filmed in the whole movie just of, of, of the build up and then it being online and everything. And then during the premiere, people was like, Oh my God. clear!" I, yeah, like, yeah. When, I, when I watched it for the first time and I was like, Whoa, that was sick. And then I was like, Whoa, where's he going to, Oh, he's not going to stop. Holy shit. Why would you take that? Yeah. Risk? Why would you yeah. take that risk? <laughs> he's skinny. So it's, it's okay. Yeah, but what if you don't lower your head in time and then you just smack the top of your head off the barrier, smack the grip. It could have oh, oh, makes it more beautiful. It could have been so bad, but yeah, like fair enough. It was, it was a ballsy move. I'll give him that. So you've got a bunch of videos out like now, like full length videos. You've got the breakfast club, the adapt team video, the two plastic pushers. Where does, where does plastic pushers two sit in terms of like, which one, which one you think's the best out of, out of all the full lengths that you've made so far? Oh, this is the best one. I mean, I was gonna, I, I was going like, to say that too, but I was just I was just waiting for you to say it first. You learn from stuff. You learn from things. And Pleasure Pusher One, I watched it a couple of weeks before I, uh, I think I started editing, and I was like, let me watch Number One. And I was watching it, and Number One was also, it happened within five months. I had a movie. It just happened, you know. Sam's profile was sessions. There was nothing. Maybe. Five tricks were planned. Oh, let's go there and get that clip. Everything else was just a session. Giorgio, kind of the same. I never liked big sessions. This whole movie was big sessions and I had fun with it because it was Corona. Nobody was doing shit. We couldn't do shit. That movie is, it's kind of like you make a homies video. 
this for me was kind of like that. But then for Plastic Pusher number two, I had Dom, I had Sven, I had my boy Marnix, who hardly has time that I was planning to make a section with forever. I get Levy. You get these names. You get during filming, you get people coming in. The Ralph and Niels are like really good homies of me that I needed to make a section with. Like, so you go, it's way more serious. You know, you got one was good. So two needs to be better. So you start filming better. You take two cameras with you. You make sure that the other camera people film well. And then music, you know, like, okay, okay, okay. Music needs to be good. But also, this is maybe you don't know this. Uh, 80%, if not more, of the music is either skater-owned or friends. Okay. I try to, because I have so many people in music that I know. So I try to use as much music of people. Um, Mecca 38, uh, 83 is an English blader. Um, forgot his name right now, top of my head. He, I remember I made that Jason edit last year. Jason, Jason Adriani, uh, yeah. Yeah, the music under that is from this guy. All right. He commented on Giorgio's section last year. He said, you're such a great skater and producer. And then Giorgio said, you're way better than me in producing. So I was like, oh, are you a producer? What are you making? He's like, here's my my Spotify. Any music you want to ever want to use, you can use. So for this movie, I was like, hey, can you make me a grimy song? And he made me a song that I use for Davy Nijbrink. Right. Um, let me see. Uh, Dan Hecht, guy from Amsterdam that used to skate with Tyron and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, and a couple the, of clips the in the movie. Familiar, yeah. He has a full section in Lump, the Dutch. Uh, yes. Uh, right. Yeah. So yes, the 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 um, fuck the grimy song, uh, "This You Rascal" in Lump. That's Dan. Dan still skates here and there. He's dating uh, Jackie, so they both skate every once in a while. Got All a couple right. clips, got injured. I wish I had more clips with him. But he made two songs. He made the song for Ralph and Niels and the intro track of Sven. There's a friend section that has a band from a uh, skater from Rotterdam in it. Uh, the second, uh, the first friend section is a band from a friend of mine that, you know, is a punk kid that also has a different band. So almost all the music, Ray Cronenberg, the, the, the first clip filmed is me doing the backside in 2002 is filmed by the guy who has made the music of the outro. So yeah, that's pretty cool. For me, this is really important, but I start searching for music because I was like, okay, this year the music needs to be even more skater owned than last one. And that movie also did that. So I was like 80% needs to be skater owned. So I was like, the first section is also a, a punk band by a skate friend of mine who also has a couple clips in this movie. So I was like really searching. So I had to make it better than the first one better than the adept movie better than clement section that is still one of my favorite sections so not really focusing on that but in the back of your head you are so you're like okay and then you start editing and then things just fall in place music works oh shit this this song works perfectly for these guys or you put a, a clip on the timeline and straight away on the beat you're like shit and then everything just aligned and i was like oh shit and you learn a lot from all the projects um uh, karsten was here karsten boysen from cayenne project 
he was here filming with Levy for some skate pro things. I spent the whole day with him talking about videos and how to build up a video. He decided that Dom needed the opener. I was like, that makes sense. Like I need an opener that is good, but not too, not the best. You can't yeah. put Sven in the beginning. Because in the beginning, last year, I was like, I'm going to open with Sven and end the late. But then you get the clips of Sven and you're like, oh shit, this can't be, this is going to be at the end. And then you build up your whole timeline and you're looking at it and you're like, oh, could this? And then you're like, this could work. And then you watch it the first time and you're like, oh shit, this is going to be good. And then you finish Levy and then you're like, shit i just made a fucking sick video and then you have to premiere and i stood in the back against the wall watching my movie and people cheering and going crazy and i was like i have done myself <laughs> like number three needs to be really good <laughs> to uh yeah to top this one so nice i was i was winding up uh carson boyson about his clip i sent him a little i sent him a little dm being like oh we're we're doing step on macchios now are we and he was just like man you try you try jumping onto something that low <laughs> i was like yeah okay fair enough <laughs> the one before was definitely more step up than this one um so yeah just couldn't couldn't resist uh I keep asking him when he's sponsoring me tape's gonna be finished and he's, he's telling me it's a <laughs> it's a work in progress um so when when was the last time you worked? Because obviously a lot of your work is doing like shows and stuff. And I know you do like last, big last week. Do you think making a video is not working? No, I don't, you don't mean consider I mean, this. I mean, you don't consider this a job? Huh? I mean, well, I, I don't when I do it. Um, I mean, paid that's work. Move, that's well, why your movies are shit. <laughs> well, sorry, no, argu no argument here. Um, <laughs> when was the yeah? When was the last? Because are, are gigs happening again yet? Like. Uh, half half there are some shows happening i think there's more happening in the uk than over here i mean i got a friend touring right now that, through europe but it's like singer songwriter people sitting on the chair outside signs absolutely no dancing like stuff like that yeah uh last time i, I, I guess what i mean is how are you like how are you financially surviving if because if your main income is doing the shows and doing like merch booths and stuff, I got like a, that. I got a, a, a sugar mama. <laughs> I love how she's in the room. I thought I thought your I thought your partner was a tattoo artist. Yes, <laughs> is, is, I, I wasn't aware that was an incredibly lucrative occupation. It is okay. I mean, you can make good money with that. Also, I think if you live um how do you know if you learn how to live with no money you kind of know how to spend money when you have a lot of money and don't just i mean i, hear you. I mean i can still do that you know just spend money but uh um yeah so my girlfriend just says tattoo artist is a really high paid job and we we we, we make enough to get around and rent is low i guess for amsterdam and we good and i i have a welfare i don't know anybody knows this i'm a fucking welfare guy like i get money from the government fuck them all i'll take your money and i don't work for it so right okay how about that for being punk that, okay that you know that that makes things add up a little bit more are you still doing that thing where you guys do conserve what are they called conservatorships or what are the things where you look after empty buildings what's that called Oh, no, luckily I'm not doing that anymore for the last 
When was the last three time years? you did that? So we've been living here now for three and a half years. So three and a half years ago, that was the last time I had an anti-squatting place. Right. And I'm never doing that again, except for renting a place for my screen print shop. That's why, it. why not? Like what were, what were like the drawbacks of doing that? Uh, mostly the insecurity. Like my girlfriend started to work and had a job at a tattoo shop in Amsterdam. Before that, when she didn't have a job, like we didn't have a house. We'll go to Paris to, at her parents' place and we just spend a couple months there and go back to Amsterdam. But then she started, she was an apprentice, so she needed to, you know, work all the time. And then, oh, we need to leave this place in like 28 days, but we don't have anything new. Me personally, I'm chilled and I'm like, we'll find something. And she was like, eating her nails like oh my god like if i don't have a place how can i tattoo my customers so at, at one point we're like yo like we're at this age right now and like two dogs and everything we need to find a place so find a place stuck here we're good it's big enough we host all the time skaters and tattoo artists and people from bands if they tour we have enough space and green grass around our place for the dogs and it's perfect so really nice and chill so come visit nice. if you ever leave your country yeah there is that um yeah i need i need to get this old man i need an old man edit out of the way so yeah who better to do it? who better to film it than another another old man an older man older man <laughs> um you can film me just splitting hand drills left right and center um so yeah when you're not making these videos and you know you you you, ha- you used to have a tendency to go online and provoke people. You haven't done it in quite a while, apart from today. So uh, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna compliment you on that, but you've I think you've pissed off most skaters at one point, and I've lost count of the amount of times that you've told we me. We have a couple of thumbs down on YouTube, so I, I guess some people don't like us. Right. Okay. That was that was probably Martin Danning and Danny Beer for when you absolutely rinsed them. Per like. I hope so. I hope they watched it and be like, fuck this bullshit, this sucks. But um, Leahy was good. Okay. Have those guys unblocked you yet since you've like attacked them online? I don't think Martin Dunning ever unblocked me and I don't care about him. Uh, like what's, what's, think- Mar- what's Martin ever done to you? Being a prick. I love, I love how, I love how it took you a moment to think there because you can't actually think of anything. Oh, yeah, I just don't like him. I mean, he's a little, he's a little kid. What would you, what, what do you mean you don't like him? You don't have to like him. He's, he doesn't need to be. No, your I don't like kids in general. So okay. No offense to your daughter, but I don't like kids, man. Like, I don't like kids in general either. My my, <laughs> my daughter is one of the few I choose to tolerate. Um, okay because man you went after danny beer when you were both working for the same brand because he was on adapt when you slagged off what was he it? never was on adapt was he not they were they were giving him skates to test and to try and to see if he was going to go on the team right but that's also some stuff i don't have to talk about because it has nothing to do with me, okay. why he's not on okay. adapt but i mean he's a talented skater i just don't like his how he does it like how he shows it you know like but, he jumps up uh, three stairs for 360s and i'm like oh that's fucking impressive and then he turns around and writes fucking like this down the stairs and i'm like why did you have to do that 
whatever. You need to bitch about people every once in a while. That, but I get that you may not be into that, and that's fine. But if you're not into it, your choice is to just not watch it. However, it's a different choice altogether to go online and publicly bash someone for. Did I for bash something. him on that edit? I don't think I bashed it, him on that. It wasn't edit. on that edit. It was on his video. Um, oh God, what was it called? Where he jumps off a roof in like a in a flower pot um, and then runs away. It was the um, watch the game. I think it was called. And you were just like you went you oh, went to one. town on that when it came yeah, out because it was horrible. Doing beer commercials and skate videos sucks anyway. I mean, so, you could just I say it's not. You could just alcohol. say it's not to your taste, but okay. Sometimes you just need to. Also, how long is that ago? Like two, three years ago. I, I, I fucking know. changed a little bit. Also, you know. H- have you? A little bit. I mean, I have a group chat with my Eindhoven boys that I put all the hate in. So. Right. So it's, <laughs> it's not going. It it's not going into Facebook updates anymore. Facebook is boring anyway nowadays. So. All right. Okay. And on Instagram, you get blocked or they kick you out. So you need to be careful, yada, yada. Uh, I'd love to see how many block lists you're on. I'd love it if that was if that was something that was available to view. I imagine the you list. You can probably list. just write it down. You can probably make a Wilson post. Like, who, who blocked Kevin? And then people just say yes. <laughs> I know Nemo blocked me for no apparent reason. Okay. Don't know what I ever did to him, but he blocked me. Because I... Try to click on it. He's leak, right? Like something like that. I never something like that. Yeah. Click on thing. Okay. Never talk to this guy. Okay, cool. So if you hear me, Nemo, keep me unblocked or blocked, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you've obviously upset him somewhere along the way. All right, let's 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 take it back to a more positive thing. So what what film? I, I know how highly you hold yourself in regard when it comes to making videos, because you know, you're um. One of your virtues is, is not being modest, but uh, like, what which other filmers do you like or have put out stuff recently? And you're like, oh, that's like that's really impressive. Well, Carson is always for me like the the Cayenne projects that he does. Like for me, it's not my type of filming, but I would actually love to film like this. But my filming is just completely different. I don't ever film mm. on a tripod or uh, stuff, but. Everything they made with Cayenne is, for me, I really look forward to watching that over and over. That's one of those videos that I watch over and over. And I see all the time. I don't know how much of that is filmed on tripod. A lot of that they film freehand. They just film freehand very well. But they also do tripod stuff, you know, like in general, like uh, was the, the, the Grease one, I think, is it... Scotty Quinn and the Ellipsol on a like the film, whatever. Okay. Really enjoy how, but also how they edit it, music. It's really well made. It watches away really nice, like a documentary kind of skate video style. Always look up to him, Ivan, of course. Uh, Ivan has always been one of my favorite filmers. Now what he's been doing with with the film cameras and everything. The damn things they make, like he's, it's more, way more um, cinematic, I guess, what he's making now. Um, don't let, uh, don't, don't let Peter hear, hear you complimenting them. You're, you're not allowed to do that. Peter, Peter considers them the, the mortal enemy. But is even them? You, you mentioned them. That will be more than enough. That'll, that'll set Peter off. Peter's, Peter's grumpier than you are. Because he's Belgian. He's Belgian. I didn't know that. 
<laughs> if you ever go to Belgium, you born there, you will understand why you're grumpy. I'm making no, right. I'm making no generalizations of that type whatsoever. You're on your own there. <laughs> um, AJ, I always like what he does because I, I like AJ because it's more towards my kind of filming. You know, like long shot, fisheye, same camera, kind of raw on the street kind of thing. Like I think Carson and and Ivan are more cinematic, and then yeah. AJ and I kind of do same kind of thing. Who's filming well? I mean, uh, Gregory Preston is doing good stuff lately. Yeah. Also, editing wise, I really like what he's doing. I mean, he has a good crew over there that also helps, you know, like it helps if you have good weather, good spots, good people to skate with, you know, you get good content, it makes sense. So, but even like the little things they make sometimes on, on, on the gram and you see it's filmed with a bigger camera instead of what an iPhone, like it's edited well, it's music cut and, you know, like little 30 seconds music here, little break. It's good, you know? And other than that, let me see. Still other people size more always. Like, uh, was it the, the fifth floor? Fifth floor was, was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Great movie, scene with it, like a little booklet. That's also why we made a booklet because last year we were like, shit, we have so many pictures. And then he came with that and with a book, I was like, yo, we definitely need to make a zine because I think it's important. It's not so hard to make a zine, I guess. Um, yeah, and his video was sick, you know, like yeah, also it, again. It, it makes you want to go to Copenhagen. But also that, like he's in Copenhagen. That is amazing to go skate. There's spots everywhere kind of. You can just bike around. And then he has all these good skaters, you know, like all these good skaters. And then you have a good cameraman. So it works, you know, that's also, like I just said, like good package makes the thing. But Champagne, for example, is one of the best movies that came out in the last couple of years, I think. And he made that and it's, yeah, it's, it's a brilliant video to watch. So, but that's, I think that's always been my list to go to people that I like in filming. All right. Um, so obviously you've got plastic pushers three that you're now going to start working on are you still what's do you not like have a role like an official role at adapt or of or is that no longer happening because i remember peter put up a thing saying you were like they're i don't know official filmer or paid filmer or whatever but because of corona we couldn't travel yeah like i can't do that much i went to switzerland in september last year, September, to film with Deck to finish his part because I needed to finish it. And we were just waiting for me to travel. And then September was finally there that we could go. So I went straight away. And then I finished his part. Other than that, there's nobody else I can film except for Sam. And Adapt is 10 years this year. We were planning to drop something last year. We were planning to do a little trip in December, two thousand and uh, wait, is it ten years this year? Yeah. So we were thinking about doing a trip end last year to go to Spain, maybe get the boys from America over. If that didn't happen, go with Deck and Sam. Also, Peter and Olga didn't go on a holiday, so they needed something. Right. But then, of course, everything went wrong and we couldn't go. So I said, okay, let's postpone until like September when I'm done with plastic pushers and we're dropping something for the 10 year uh, anniversary. So I got all the boys in the States filming with themselves. Uh, I'm filming deck 
he's filming himself though, but um, he's probably going. We're probably going to meet him in Paris this month. We're going to film Sam, and then I actually looked at it today, and I talked with Olga today about it. Like, okay, how much footage do I already have? Because I think John Fromm and Julian they went to Florida. They sent me messages. Oh yeah, I saw they went on. I yeah. saw they were like skating together, and I wondered yeah. what that was for. Right, okay. Well, they just—I think John needed to go there, and it was easy for for uh, Jayba to go there. So they went there, and they got footage together. So I'm going to take a look at everything I got, and then I'm going to make this. I have no clue what I'm making yet. Like, yeah. do I have enough for little parts, or am I going to just make a team thing? Ten minutes, five minutes, seventeen minutes—I don't know. Like. Also talked to Olga today. It's like, when do we want to drop this? Mid-September, end September. So that's what I'm going to do now. And then we'll see what we can do uh, traveling-wise also with ADAPT because it's all it's still hard to travel. So yeah. I can't go to America and film them, you know? Like, I can't really go to Switzerland. I can, can't, you know, like, have, have. Like, our country's not red yet, but, like, England is, and quarantine and like, i've been trying to film, plan something with leon humphreys to film something for symmetrics we want to go to copenhagen but he's not coming out of the country without having to quarantine so that's on a you know we can't do this yet yeah so it's been that's why you haven't seen anything from adapt from me because i just can't yeah really do anything no it makes sense yeah that's fair enough um so What's the apart from working another video? What's the plans for the rest of the year? Do you have any, or is is coronavirus basically stunted everything? I want to go to Blading Cup because I think it's possible. Okay. For now, it looks like I can travel that way, and then there's somebody over there that I want to film for part number three. So if I go, I go for like three weeks and film there, and then get that guy over to Europe. That's for now the plan. Right. Like I just said, I have a pending plan with Leon to film for Symmetrics, but that's all pending. You know, I have no clue what is allowed to do. Other than that, I have some travel plans with the girlfriend, non skated plan, but everything is pending. You know, like tomorrow stuff can be closed again. And so it's, it's, it's one of those things when they announced Bladen Cup, I was like, you know, best of luck and everything. But, I, I, it but America just... is open, man. America is like bands are touring, shows are happening. Lollapalooza happened last weekend, you know, like. True, but I just think in terms of one of the main things about Bladen Cup is people come from all over the world for it. And I think okay. if, they, if they hold it this year, it's not going to have that element no, of but, it. But postponing it another year while you can have the event with still a lot of people because blading cup is not only the skaters it's the whole thing around it like you've never been there i've been there now twice it's that whole street it's the whole city the whole little downtown of santa Anne. stuff is going on you know so if santa Anne is doing this but there's no blading cup there could be a possibility that you lose your spot that you can't do this anymore yeah i, I mean that is a thing that could happen and he can do it, and there's still going to be a lot of people coming because, especially Americans, if they can go, and you haven't done anything for a year, you know, like you want to go again, you want to see all your skate friends, you want to see that. So there's still going to be people coming from overseas. I guess it just depends, you know, how easy it is. 
And that's why I'm like looking at it like tickets now are too expensive, but we'll see. You know, I'm not going to book until like October, probably like end of September. And then we'll know a little bit more. Yeah. So, no. but I get, I get Julio with like making it happen because what you're going to wait another year and then, you know, it's also the 10 year anniversary. I think of them was a 10 year anniversary. I think so. Leading cup. Yeah. It's been going that long. I think so. Yeah. No so that's also like, you don't want to postpone that, you know, like be like, so I, I get it. And that's why I'm like, if it's happening and I can travel, I would like to go there. Also, I've been missing it. Every year I go to America to either skate or to see my friends. And it's kind of like, fuck, it's that annual trip that you want to make. Yeah. It's like winter clash, you know, like you miss that like, or the, 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 the thing you do every summer. Like, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, I've got nothing else for you unless you've got anything else you want to talk about before we wrap things up, before your demon dog just goes on a murderous rampage. Oh, no, he just wants to walk outside, I guess. So, uh, I don't know. You, um, yeah, no, yeah. come on. You, you always come with these little things that you find somewhere that you I, ask I, people. I had, I had all the questions. I don't worry, you know. This, you this, have no dirt on me? Come on. I mean, we were talking about this today with the Andover guys. Like, he always has these little things that he knows about people. Oh, if we want, if we want to chat shit, we can bring up, we can bring up the the video interview we did before the last real winter clash that you wouldn't let me put online. Because it was 23 gigs that I needed to send. And that's yeah. kind of why it never got sent. And I'm and, actually kind of happy, I think. And, <laughs> I think and, because, and because you literally abused pretty much every pro skater that was going to be at Winter Clash. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> I In think a way. I'm happy it never came out. <laughs> yeah. Inter- I definitely, definitely talked some bullshit about some people over there. You did. It could have just been called <laughs> Kevin Brinkman shots fired. Jesus Christ. Maybe one day. <laughs> Maybe one day. Nothing. I got bored of waiting for you to send me the footage and just deleted the clip. I was like, this is a waste of time. Yeah. It's actually that trip. I filmed you guys skating the park. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Like I made an edit of it. I can't find it anywhere and I can't find the clips anymore. How am I meant to go pro for razors if you're not going to release my gold footage? Razors who? I'm, I'm, they will. They will never reply your emails anyway. This is true, but they might give me an SL. Oh yeah, that's really what you want. This is true. <laughs> Worst company in the industry. They're definitely not. They're not doing themselves any favors in recent years. Their their reputation's taken a. I asked them for sponsorship, and they were the worst to reply. And then they replied, literally three days before the movie was done. Hey, let's talk about the sponsorship. It was like, no, the movie's done. Were there, any, were there any razors? Davey, oh, Davey, Davey's, Davey's a razors writer, isn't yeah. he? Yeah, yeah. And they were really like, oh, we really want to help him out with some money and this and that and blah, blah. They wanted to give him money, except for me. I was like, even better, pay the fucking writer. And they just, three days before they replied, and I was like, great guys. Thank you. I mean, they're, they're not renowned for their great communication skills, let's be honest. It's too bad because the guys who, who I talked to are actually good guys. They're nice. But come on you run a company and it's i know it can be hard but jesus christ <laughs> i was about to say you've made a lot of like things for companies over the years like ground control razors uh gods and stuff like that Did, have you ever been paid for any of those like videos that you made rollerblades paid me That's rollerblade as well one. i forgot about rollerblade yeah. yeah 
I think that's the only one that paid me. I mean, I get stuff here and there. I mean, sometimes I just don't give a fuck and I'll just want to film you because you skate for that brand and I want to make something with you. And if I can make it for your brand and it gets exposure, then it's fine. But then I just want either skates or wheels or a discount or whatever. Because uh, asking for money is just... You, you get a no, so you might as well just don't even ask. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can... Uh, I mean, I got paid here and there. You know, I got paid here and there for stuff. Uh, I made a little thing with Burston for Loco. You know, they do... Uh, uh, they pay per fuse. I think that goes. And I think I did the same with Nick, and they gave me half their money that they got from Loco. They gave it to me. So it's kind of the rider paid me. Right. Um, like again, I don't do it for the money. I mean, this is, I think, the dream of all the photographers and cameramen and the skaters that there's more money in rolling so we can get paid. But am I going to say, oh, I'm not going to do this anymore because there's no money? No, I love this shit. It's my passion, you know? Like, I literally live for this and it makes me so happy to see people happy when they see my movie. I watched it yesterday with my two best friends. One is a skateboarder, one used to roll with it in the 90s. I watch it and they both go like, yo, that was fucking good. Music was good, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the best friend of my girlfriend was here and she was at the premiere. She never saw a skate movie. She was like, yo, I watched an hour and it was amazing. And I was like interested in it, you know? And I'm like, okay, cool. That's why I do it. Like people smiling, people being happy and all that stuff. And that's, I think that's why we should do it. Yeah, as uh, I do. I mean, if you want to pay money, go to my description in my YouTube. There's a PayPal link. Click on it, or go to my web shop and buy a T-shirt or a zine. That's how you support us. If you want to do that, I'll be fucking grateful for everybody who've been ordering T-shirts and zines or sending money on PayPal. Love all you guys for the support, but I'll still be doing it. You know, so it's just it's it's all love. You know. Yeah, I I do find it quite interesting when people complain about it from that aspect and you're like so what you're saying is you wouldn't you wouldn't make any of this stuff like regardless it's kind of it's kind of strange when people pitch it like that and say oh there's no money in it so why bother do it and it's like so you you would never just you'd never just have oh, made a video like but, but i don't have a job if you would have a job true. that's the thing i put 24 7 in this every fucking day even if i'm not filming like today raining i'm making clips for the sponsors that I can send like, Oh, Sola wants some clips to post about Dom. I'm making the clips. I'm busy with this every day, but also I don't have a job. If I would have a job, it's a different question. Like I always bitch with you about this. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And you go like, yo, I have a job and I'm a dad. I don't have a job. I have two dogs and that's it. You know? So I don't have to bring my kid to bed or go to, uh, to my job. So I can easily say, I don't need the money. I make it anyway. It would be maybe a whole different story if I actually be working. Never going to happen, by the way. But I love love how you call it being punk rock and other people just call it being a lazy bastard. But yeah, okay, fair enough. But I'm not lazy. If I would be sitting on my ass, then I'm a lazy bastard. Yeah, yeah. You're you're productive. I'll give you that. Um, (laughs) I've got nothing else. You get you get anything else you want to talk about before we wrap this up? Um, I mean, it's always a pleasure to talk bullshit with you. I mean, oh, we, we, 
always, babe. We've been, uh, how do you say, uh, nice about it lately. But <laughs> which mean, which, uh, we're, we're, we're always going to argue because that's just what we do. We just argue like. True, true. <laughs> like, you know, I thought we were going to have a full blown out discussion about the trick Leifi did. But yeah. Oh, well, was... no, because I, I don't need you to agree with me because <laughs> I'm a more active skater than you. So I don't, I don't give a shit what you think the trick's called. But it's called. still fun to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I thank you for having me, of course. I thank everybody for watching the movie and liking it. I definitely love the people that dislike my video. Uh, send me a message, tell me what sucks, and I'll try to make it better. And other than that, just go out, skate, have fun. and. Uh, don't, don't know if you want to open up that box. I hey, hey uh, s- send me criticism. People will be like, oh, I shall. <laughs> hey, Carsten, first thing, it's too long. I'm like, cool. Like, I love to hear criticism because I learn from it. Also, if it's if you just say it sucked, you know, like that's not criticism. Like you need to tell me what's wrong with it and stuff. But uh, he literally said, like, it's too long. Like you should have made it shorter. It's like, yeah, that was impossible. <laughs> like I already put half the footage of friends not in there and yeah but other than that a lot of love and it just makes me excited to go make a third one so one clip i didn't get there was a lot of build up to this for like a nothing clip there's one where you guys climb in like marshy boggy ground claim it looks like you're breaking an entrance into some i don't know fenced off place all of that all of that just to roll along a couple of pipes I think this is only something you will understand if you know this guy. Because during the premiere... It wasn't even worth the clip, though. It was just He was just rolling along two big pipes. I think this is really... If you know Marnix, because everybody was laughing their ass off when this happened, because he's probably the only person that would want to skate this. This is a, a thing that's next to our city, where we both live. And... He passed by it every day on the bike. He's like, yo, I want to roll that. I was like, what you want to do on it? He's like, I just want to roll it. I'm like, all right, let's climb the fence and go through fucking nettles and everything. And it was a whole mission going through. And but it's something you probably only would understand if you ever met this guy and skated with him because it's like Freddie knows who this guy is. And he's always like, oh, I understand it. You know, like when I showed him the spot, he was like, okay, I understand this. If you do not know Marnix, you will never understand this. If, if, that's, a, if that's the kind of spots he's going to take me to, I, I don't want to skate with him. I'll be like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? What is this? This is nothing. <laughs> he's, a, he's a character in the Dutch scene. And that's, if you know him, you you know him. You, you, just, you just made me destroy a pair of trainers for this. This is bullshit. <laughs> oh, this old Jeff Fredericks, by the way. Did you see that? He was skating old Jeff Fredericks. Yeah. And he is like considering how and he didn't break them. So yeah, considering how big and heavy and like just muscly he is now, I can't believe that how finessed the tricks he was doing. Yeah, he was skating well. Yeah. Oh, you're talk you're saying your friend was wearing the old Jeff. Oh, yeah, 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 he's wearing them. Got you, yeah. got you. Uh, we got our wires crossed there. I thought you were talking Doesn't about matter. the, the you new just Jeff, Jeff Fredericks. Fredericks and you're like, oh Jeff Fredericks. Oh my when God. I saw those clips, I was like, Wolf, that is because a lot of people from that era have came back and it has not been pretty, but he, no, he, came, but he does. He came back and yeah. skated well. Yeah. Yeah. Him and Demetrius are. Demetrius is skating better now than he did when he was pro. Yeah. You think so? 
I, th I think the tricks here he's doing now are way more dangerous. I mean, he's getting wrote off like oh, pretty much every other King session. Grill where he hopped and super long King Grill. Yeah. yeah. No, there's definitely some, some in there. But like he did, there was something like four transfer rails and they just kept getting faster and faster. And I was like, you're not going to survive this. And when he got off the end, I was like, I'm, I'm relieved for you. This is something he's like making a VOD apparently. Okay. I know, he's, I, I know he's working on something. Well, he's not yeah. been, he's not like lied. He's, he has said he's gathering stuff, but you, you kind of wonder what the stuff is that he's gathering. If that's, exactly. if that that's all the stuff, if that's what he's throwing on Instagram. Angles? Are we getting different angles or are we getting different no, tricks? I'm I think, really I, curious. I, I think those might be the, I think those might be the throwaways. Yeah. And if yeah. they are, that's, that's a concerning prospect. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't think we have much to talk about anymore. Well, in that case, I'll let you take your dog out for uh, a walk before it loses its shit and attacks you. Oh, yeah. He's been, always been losing his shit. So he's, he's already kicking. He knows we're talking about him. He's kicking rascal. off. And then the other one is just laying next to me being chill, you know, like yeah. two different personalities. Like my head, two different personalities. I can be a nice guy. I can be an asshole. This is true. Oh, bless him. And. Um, well, I'm sure I'm sure we'll be interacting, arguing soon enough. But unless unless you want to talk about Aaron Feinberg before we go, I don't know. <laughs> do, do you? I see you're not you're not feeling so brave now, are you? I just don't like people uh, setting up GoFunds when yeah. Well, I know it's America. Also, people. I mean, it sucks for him. He breaks his elbow, but fucking people, man, take responsibility for that bullshit. But have have you never needed help from someone? Not for that. Like I broke cameras and I paid it myself. I'm, I'm I don't want to. I already get money from the government. I don't like to put my hand here and get money. <laughs> I was about to say you're already getting a hand out. Just... No, no, but like I literally, I don't like to hold up my hand for money. Okay. So if if people want to give you something, but it's it's so easy. GoFunds are so easy, and it sucks, of course, and it sucks that it's what like twenty thousand fucking dollars. It's it's insane money. I just see it again. I'm like, oh, and then. But we're asking money for somebody yeah. that doesn't skate. Yeah. Me medical care in America, unfortunately, is insane money. Yeah. That's just it's the reality worse. of it. Plus, he didn't set it up. Demetrius set it up. <laughs> That's the devil. Boy, that's that's, that's what he thinks about the whole situation. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, Aaron Aaron didn't set it up for himself. Dimitri set it up for all you know. Aaron doesn't 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 even know. Didn't, about didn't see that though. But it's not on him. It's just in general. I always see GoFunds of tattoo artist on his motorcycle crashed into a pole. He needs money because he's can't work anymore. I'm like, but you probably drove your motorcycle way too fast. Like it's like the VOD thing. Like you saw so many bad VODs that you don't want to buy VODs anymore. Like GoFunds are like this. Oh, somebody needs money. Like, oh, you kicked my lens. My lens broke. Now I need to get money for a new lens. Like, oh, or you just ask his insurance, you know, like, and then now somebody like, oh, this person broke. And it's the way how they put it. Like the scene needs, uh, or Aaron Frambrooks needs the scene for help. And I'm like, what? Like the guy doesn't skate. That's how I see it. Maybe my mind goes too fast with judgment about that. And yeah, I don't know. 
I, I think maybe you just phrase it so bluntly that it sounds your your view on it sounds harsher than what it maybe is. No, it's maybe also because I'm now thinking more about it instead of typing you something when I just see it for a second, you know? Sometimes you need to actually think about something before you say it. <laughs> well, that, that, that was what I was trying to encourage you to do, but you're quite, you're quite a fan of reacting first and then thinking later. Because it's fun sometimes. Sometimes it's just fun to post something and see what the reactions are. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, who just purposely tries to play the the the, the comic book villain of rollerblading. <laughs> Somebody needs to do it. <laughs> this is true. You're the you're the Lex Lex. What's his name? Lex Luthor of blading. Yeah, we'll call you that. Ooh, I like that one. Oh god! Little, little I love I love how you're actually taking that as a compliment instead of how it was intended. But okay. <laughs> right, I've had you on here long enough. I'll let you go and walk the the demon dog. And uh, yeah, we'll speak soon. Well. We'll see each other soon enough, no doubt, but we'll definitely speak soon. Yeah, man. If you ever want to come this way with, I, with I do want kids, to. I do want, but as, as soon as I'm over. double vaccinated and much. not having to quarantine for 10 days when I get back in the country. Yeah. Well, if, as soon as that is over, just come over for a weekend or whatever, get you some clips in number three. I know you can do back to Venice and split some rails. So that's, that's what I mean. Like, I'll, I'll give you all the slams you need. I'll, I'll, make a slam section yeah Let's supply all of them yeah there. red black and blue all over that'll be us 2022 <laughs> <laughs> i'll do a mizu for you you do a slam for me we're all good Sweet. right so thank Speaks you so in. much talk Guess to you soon buddy bye ciao good time